Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. What is up and welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. I am Mikey. I'm Corey. And uh, what, what we decided to do today is, you know, we're kind of throwing things around just to see what works. And there are a couple of cartoons, toy lines, that they kind of mirror each other. And I'm on one side and Corey's on the other. So we're going to kind of discuss both of them. So I'll be discussing uh, Silverhawks. And Corey will be discussing Jim and the Holograms. Thundercats. Thundercats, that's right. Uh, yes, th- Thundercats. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and, you know, let Corey, he's, he's more of a, a Thundercats guy. I would say, would you say more of a Thundercats guy? Yeah, I mean, I, I do like the Silverhawks, but I was more into the Thundercats than anything. So, we're going to let him kind of take the Thundercats here for the first half, then I'll talk about Silverhawks, and then in the end, we'll kind of compare and contrast, and I'll tell him why Silverhawks are better. So, uh, we'll go ahead and just play the intro right here. Anytime I actually hear thunder, cats, I was gonna go ho. You should say ho after you hear that thunder, 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 cats, ho, ho. So go ahead and uh, enlighten us with some facts about the thunder cats and your thoughts about them. Well, let's see. Just off the top of my head, um, thunder cats—they were a group of lions, or I guess cats, that had. Basically, human characteristics. They all, they came from a planet called Thundera, which was kind of like the Superman story where the planet was getting ready to blow up, and so they had to find a new home. Uh, they go back to, they fly to a new planet called Third Earth. They get there, they crash land, and they come, they come and find the villain of the planet, Mumra. Who, when I was a little kid, scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> they were he with was, that with his laugh. That ma ha ha. You know, I 
I found that there were a lot of scary elements with Thundercats. Yep. It wasn't there a, a ghost that kind of guided them in the beginning? Oh yeah, that was um 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 Jaga. He in the first episode, let's start at the beginning there a little bit. Um, Lionel, the leader of the Thundercats, was a little kid, and everybody else was that was there. You had Panth or Panthro, Chitara, Tigra, Wily Kit, Wily Cat, and Snarf. Snarf. Snarf is like their, I don't know, it's kind of like the Orko to He-Man. Right. Um, he was a, I didn't like, I didn't care for Snarf, but, you know, he was there for the, I guess you want to call it babysitter comic relief. Yeah. I guess he was. Um, but going back to the beginning, Jaga was the leader of the Thundercats, and he sacrificed himself over the years flying this ship to get to the new planet they were going to. While everybody else was suspended in animation, Lino kept growing. And so when they landed, he was a full-grown man, and he was the same age as everybody else. Hmm. Became leader of the Thundercats. So I, never, I never picked that up. I, I don't remember that part of it. Well, it's because you were a Silverhawks guy. Well, it's true. I, you know, I don't know what I was doing. Because I watched Thundercats. I remember watching it. But I, I guess I never picked up on the fact that he was... Growing while everybody else was sleeping. Um, it's interesting. They took their ship and built uh, Cat's Lair. And the uh, battle tank. Yeah. The Thundercats battle tank. I remember if I, if I remember that's what it's called. I think so. Because I have two of them upstairs. And, you know, it's just drawing a blank to me. Thunder tank. The thunder tank is okay. what it is. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead and edit that. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> um, the Thunder Tank, they took their ship and built all this stuff out of it. You know, living quarters, the the tank, and when they get all this stuff built, you know, they get settled, that's when they find Mumra and the, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the, uh, the mutants is what they call them. They were actually chasing them and followed them to Third Earth. And these are the villains they're kind of kind of stupid, like most villains are. Right. Um, you had Jackalman, uh, Slythe, which was a big lizard type guy, Vultureman, which was a vulture, and I think there was another one. Uh, I can't remember that one, but we'll come back to it. I'm trying to think, because there was... I always kind of likened... The Thundercats kind of to a, a updated He-Man. Yeah, you know you had the the heroes and the villains, and they almost mirrored them even to the fact like where the Jackal was like a Beast Man. Yep, Slythe is almost like Merman. Yeah, uh, I mean they 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 had a lot of similarities. They had a lot, they, I, and it goes on further. I'll let you explain. Further. I don't think it was the same creators, but it had to have been a couple of the same writers. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the stories going with He-Man and Thundercats and even uh, Silverhawks, it was almost all the same thing. Oh, yeah. And if I, I don't remember right if they had the uh, public service announcements at the end of Thundercats, but I don't think they did. I don't remember. I, if they I, did, it was, it was short-lived. Uh, if I remember right, it was more of a every episode would end with kind of a joke. That, and I they would all laugh? Yeah. 
but the joke would be some sort of moral. Yep. And they would make it into a joke. So what was the name of that other guy? She had Monkeyan. Monkeyan was just a big white gorilla. Yeah. Okay, I remember him. Um, Vultureman, Mumra, Tugmug, and Jackalman. I don't remember who Tugmug was. Couldn't I couldn't tell you. I'm just going off my notes here. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of the same people voiced a lot of the different characters. The female voice actress, Lynn Lipton, voiced all the female characters on the show. Okay. She, she was the only female actress for the show, so <laughs> they just said, hey, you're going to voice they, everybody. They use her for everything. Yeah. Now, in watching Thundercats, I can remember having a crush on Chitara. Who didn't? I Yeah. That, it's, she was kind of the... Uh, I think she's the reason the older boys watched. <laughs> um, because she was very athletic uh, and very, for a cartoon, you know, drawn very attractively. Well, you know what, in the new, the, not the newest one, we're, we'll talk about that, but the, in the late 2009 series, she was drawn even more scantilous, I guess you want to call it. Oh, wow. And... People complained about it online. It was almost like drawing a comic book character. Okay. How they how they draw them and you know over sexualize them. Yeah, yeah. And this was a cat, so it made me feel all sorts of different weird ways. Maybe that's where Tug Mug came in. You know, I, right, I could yeah. see that. I was yeah. gonna probably I probably Tug Mug something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, so you know I'm gonna use that from now on. <laughs> gonna have me a Tug Mug. I'll be back. I gotta go Tug Mug. <laughs> Oh, the Thundercats. No. <laughs> so, they had they had the different, you know, Panthro, Tigra, Shitara. And then they had the twins. Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Now, everybody kind of had their own specialty, you know, where... I think Panthro was kind of like a martial arts guy. Yep, he had the he had the nunchucks. Yeah, um, and he he seemed to know judo or something. Yeah, he, he knew some some martial. He could he could grapple a little bit. Yeah, you know? he was like a, I don't yeah like it'd be like what MMA is today. Yeah, he was just like a, a tough a badass. Yeah, you know, and he had those spikes. Uh, did his spikes? I remember him. I, yeah, I remember they. I remember that he could extend them. Yes, but I only think I seen that in maybe one or two episodes. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't quite understand. He was also a mechanic. Yeah, he was he was their he was their mechanic. He's the guy who built Cat's Lair and the Thunder Tank and yeah. everything else that they had. Yeah. And so he was kind of a, you know the bodyguard, the jack of all trades. He was like the janitor that could the soft spoken janitor that would kick your ass. Right. If you had to. Right. Okay. That nobody fucked with. Right. Yeah. So I, I remember that, and then Chitara, of course, being a cheetah, she. She ran really ran quick, past. and she had a bow staff that extended up to, you know, infinite amounts of numbers. Right. Okay. Um, Wily Kit and Wily Cat, I think they had hoverboards. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. And maybe smoke bombs or... They had those grenades. little pellet Yeah. yeah or I, like slingshots or some shit. Yeah. Um, Tigra. Tiger could turn invisible. Okay. And then he had that... He had that whip. It was like a, like a bullet whip. It had three heads on it. All right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So he had that, and then Lino had the Sword of Omens and the uh, the Claw. 
which could extend its knuckles, almost like a grappling hook. Okay. But then the sword, you know, if anybody who, if you have not watched Thundercats, it had the, the Eye of Thunder in it, and when he did the call sign, the eye would turn into a, a lion or a cat and shine up in the air. And it would grow. It would go from a little dagger to a full-size sword. So, Lionel, that was probably the coolest thing about Lionel, I think. I mean, because he wasn't my favorite character. My favorite character was Panthro. And, but, damn it, if I didn't have to have Lionel when I was a kid. And they all lit up. They had those little rings. The toys did. They had those little rings that lit up. You stuck them in their back and their eyes lit up. Okay. Um, now, I also, and this is where it kind of draws com- a, a major comparison to He-Man, I think, is with the sword. Yeah. Um, he used it as like a bat signal to call yep. the Thundercats, but he also had the, the, the eye of... The eye of Thundera. Thundera, where he could hold it up to his face and the little... He did the sight beyond sight. Sight beyond sight thing, yeah, yes. Yeah, he could see far away distances. Yeah, he could like almost like remote view things. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I I know I watched Thundercats. I don't remember a lot about it. And the weird thing is, I never o- owned one toy from Thundercats at all. Really? I never had a single toy from Thundercats. Oh, you were missing out, dude. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure why. I think I think He-Man was still around at that time, maybe. Yeah, I believe so. The, the tail end of He-Man? very end of He-Man, because Thundercats came out, I want to say, 85. Okay, so... So it was right, almost... Because I think He-Man ended in 86 or 87. They might have still been creating toys for He-Man. Yeah. Um, maybe I was into G.I. Joe. I don't know. I was into something else. I was not playing with Thundercats for whatever reason. I never I had, had one. everything. You still have everything. I know. <laughs> That's just because now I'm older and I can buy the stuff myself. Right? Now, the one thing that you, that I think is a similarity between... The two, and we'll discuss this with the Silverhawks as well, is Mumra. Yes. And what he does. Yep. Mumra would, he would do his ancient spirits of evil chant, and he would go from this decrepit little mummy-looking character to, like, it almost looked like an old bag lady. Right. To this giant monstrosity powerlifter bodybuilder monster. And he could fly, and he just terrified six-year-old kids. Hell yeah, he did. But going from that, I mean, with the, the comparison to Silverhawks, they had um, was it Monstar. Monstar. He would do the same thing. Right. Um, but Mumra's, I still think Mumra's was a lot, lot better, me personally, than, than Monstar. Monstar was still cool. Right. But I think Mumra just got me. He was, he was that, almost like watching a horror movie when you're a kid, but it's just a cartoon. He's just scary enough to scare you. And then his laugh is what got you. Cause I remember when I was a kid, my buddy, he could do the laugh really well. And he'd always do it when it was dark out and we were outside <laughs> and it would scare the crap out of me. Right. Like to the point where I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm going home. I ain't doing this. And then he, you know, I'd get mad and I'd stomp off and take my ball and go home. Yeah. But, that's one of the biggest things I remember is my, my friend used to just do that laugh. He'd go, ah, ha, ha, and I'm like, stop it. And he'd be like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> you know, I'm just being a dick. But 
<laughs> just being a dick. Now, did they make a full line of, of toys? They did. They made a full line of toys, and it went for a good number of years. They had a couple different lines. Um, li- lions. Lions. <laughs> a couple different lions. Lions. Um, they did the basic characters, then they had the, the expanded characters with your, the, they had the, the Thundercats, obviously, they had Mumra, they had the Malin Mumra, which is the little tiny one where he looked like a little bag lady, just a regular pathetic looking Mumra, and he came with, uh, I believe he came with Mamut, or it was the opposite, the big Mumra came with Mamut, and Mumra just came with his staff, and he was the Malin, um, and then they had the the mutants, which were the Slythe and the um, the other the other guys, the, the Vulture, Vulture and Man, and Jackal, and Monkey, Monkey, and those guys. Uh, and then they had the Berserkers. The Berserkers, I think, were cool. They looked they were like space pirates. Okay, yeah. And well, they were the ones that spun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're the guy that spun, and the, one guy had a giant hand. It was like looked like Fisto. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you could actually open his hand up and oh, he'd just cool. grab stuff. And then the other guy, he would like give you a big bear hug, and you could put the character in there and let him go, and he'd like throw him. Um, I you know I, those gotta be my almost my favorite toys, at least right now, the ones I've got now. Right. Out of out of all the Thundercat series, just because they look so badass. Yeah. Um, I think there was. I mean, they came. They had the Thunder Tank. Um, I think they had like a. It was like a like a plane almost like a I don't even know what to call it, without saying like a Thunder Wing or whatever because everything had thunder in it. Yeah. Uh they had a fist pounder. Tank. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the fist pounder that was the mutants. Okay. And that thing, it's terrible name for a kid's toy. Yeah, the fist pounder. It's even better when you're a grown up. I think it was the Fist Pounder. Yeah, it was, I believe it was Fist Pounder. Fuck, I, I don't know. I got the box sitting over here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing there, it just, it was, it had this big giant jaw on it, and you'd push it forward, and it'd go clack, 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 and you'd, the fist would go up and down. Right, as it drove. Yeah. Yeah. That thing, that thing's cool. Uh, the Thunder Tank had, had another, had a mouth on it. And you can raise it up to give it like a, almost like a battle mode. Okay. So when you raise it up, the back would pop up and it had like a, a um, what do you call it? A, uh, a gun turret okay. in the back. So you'd have one guy sitting there and you'd have another guy in the cockpit. And it, it didn't really make any noise, but it had tractor tanks on, tractor tires on it. So I mean, that was cool. Yeah. But it'd be like, you can bring it up and make it into battle mode and go back down and be stealth mode. Um, there had to have been. I know there was a couple other toys or vehicles that they had. I don't think Mumra had any because he really didn't need any. Well, for some reason, I kind of remember that the bad guys they had like a hang glider or something. Uh, they had something. I yeah, I remember something like that. Let me see if I can figure out what but it is. Not not ever you know actually owning any of the stuff. I don't remember a lot of the toys. I remember the cartoon. I don't remember a lot of the toys. Let's see, what did they have? Oh, there was another character. It was a uh, Mongor. He's like a big goat man with a scythe. He was almost like a Grim Reaper type looking dude. Oh yeah, okay. I, I don't remember him. I remember the walrus. 
Yeah, they had the walrus. The, the uh, uh, it was the, a, a Tusker, Tusker warrior or something. Like, no, that was in Star Wars. Tusken Raiders. Yeah, yeah, that's Mongor, dude. Oh, he's cool looking. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. expensive too. Uh, yeah, if he's too expensive for me, I can't buy him right now. Um, they had those guys, and then oh, they had the uh, the little uh, almost like robotic Care Bears. They were okay. How were they called? Um, oh, dude, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ro- Ro- Bears. Row bears. Row bears. That's I think believe that's what they were called. Now I don't remember that at all. Burbill was the leader of the row of the row bears. I think that's I believe that's what they're called. If I'm wrong, you guys feel free to correct me on that. <laughs> yeah, you can email there be uh, contact information at the end of the show. You can correct away on on what uh, he's saying here if you need to. Call me a dumbass. Do whatever you got to do, and just say, dude, this is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, fuck, dude, you had, a, you had a whole planet of different characters. They had, like you said, they had the, uh, the, the tusk people, like, like giant walruses. Yeah. You had the, uh, the guys that looked like the yetis. Oh yeah. The snowmen. Yeah. 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 Okay. They had like big giant snowsuits on. They yeah. were blue and white. Yeah. Um, cause I didn't have, and I didn't have a lot of those guys when I was growing up. I had the basics. Right. And you know, a couple of the extra ones. Um, I remember, like, I had Cat's Lair. Cat's Lair was cool shit. They actually made a Cat's Lair? They did. And How huge was that? I mean, because that thing was like a, a monument. It, it, it's like two feet tall. Holy it's shit. It's not a little bit bigger. The head moved. Um, it was all open in the back. It wasn't like Castle Grace where you could open it up. Okay. So it was all open in the back. So you had everything sitting there. I believe that the, the, the head, it looked like the big giant head. It looked like a giant cat. Yeah. Almost like a sphinx. Right. And I think the, the paws came up. Yeah, because that's where they would like yeah, drive, drive out, out of. of. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't. It's just so much shit on these guys. It's insane. I wasn't aware that they had made a cat's lair and all that, and and all the vehicles. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't know much about the toys. I barely remember watching the cartoon actually. But, but yeah, going back to like to uh, Jaga. He would like to be like the Ben Kenobi of Star Wars. Right. He, he, he was like, showed he, up every now and again. Yeah, when he needed him. Give him guidance. Yeah. I also remember, and I, this is just me remembering shit because I watched some of them, but I don't, I can't place them in order. There was like a white Bengal tiger. That was Bengali? Bengali. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember him. They had, uh, who else did they have? Linkso, I don't remember him. I don't know if that was. Yes, I do. He had blind... big. He had big pointed ears. Was, was he the blind one? He might have been. He had huge pointed ears. Yeah, it might have been the blind one because he could hear better. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so... and he was he was good at he was good at martial arts too. Okay, he was like a blind swordsman type. Yeah, yeah, I I do remember him. Um, now do you? Do you think, or do you remember, did the Thundercats, you, you said you didn't know that they had a, like a moral to the story at the end, like He-Man did. Yeah. Did they tackle any topics? I think, I think they tackled um, bullying, um, sharing, I just want to say like um, people who are different. Okay. And just basic friendship. Okay. And a lot of them, I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really pick that stuff up. 
but it sticks to you when you get older and it comes back to you. Yeah. If I remember the Thundercats telling me this shit, you know? Yeah. And I, I do remember bits and pieces. I mean, like I said, my, my memories of it are so foggy. I watched one not too long ago though. And it was like, they were stuck in a bog that made them laugh. Oh dude, I don't remember that. They, yeah. They were, they were like stuck in a, in a bog or something. And the, the, the tank was sinking in the bog and oh. all they could do was laugh about it. And they had, somebody had to come rescue them. And I don't remember. I don't remember. Was that. it like a, almost like a drug? Yeah. It, but they, they, the bog would make them laugh and Panthro was laughing. Snarf was with him and he was cracking up and somebody had to come save them. And it was somebody I, that was like one of the characters that was different or was, yeah. was, uh, it might've even been like somebody that, just like an auxiliary character. It was only in a couple episodes. I can see that. But yeah. he was kind of like, like a, a, had no emotion. And he came in and was just like, oh, I can help you out. And, you know, like the Eeyore of. Yeah, the, I was just going to yeah, say, he's like yeah. the Eeyore of. I'll Renegades. help you. And, All right. And, and I, I, I saw that one and, but I only saw a bit of it. I'm like, I, I kind of remember this from, from watching it when I was younger. But, about how long did they stick around? Do you remember? They were around from '85 to, I believe, '89. Like I said, a good run. Yeah, it was a uh, hundred thirty episodes. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. And I, I think there's '86 to '89. Those are available on DVD, I believe. Uh, they were. I'm not sure if they still are. Okay. I know they were, but I haven't yeah. seen any in the stores. I mean, you could probably buy them on Amazon or eBay or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I think I tried. I remember trying to watch one. A few years ago, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is like if, if you watch He Man now, it's so bad." Oh yeah, it's still it's still yeah. so good. You and know? you watch Thundercats, it's almost the same thing. I'm like, "How did we get into this?" No wonder our parents hated it, didn't want to watch it with us, right? But I still sat there and watched the whole thing because I was Thundercats and I wanted to watch it. Now they they brought the Thundercats back in like 2009. 2009. And that series was great. They changed it up a little bit. You know, they didn't crash land on third earth. They actually lived there and they were isolated from everything. So they didn't know any of this other shit existed. That's interesting. So yeah, I mean, when they left, they discovered Mumra and all the other villains on the show that had been going on around him yeah. for for generations. But they were and, isolated yeah, okay. for, say, thousands of years. Yeah. I think, I, if I remember right, the storyline was that they came there, it was, was this, and this is where Silverhawks and Thundercats intertwine. Um, they were, I think, being chased or being uh, under, they were under attack by Monstar, who worked for Mumra. Okay. And then they ended up crashing on third earth and said, we're going to isolate ourselves from everybody. We don't, you know, so we don't have to deal with any of this stuff again. And it went on that way for generations. And then come to find out that Mumra knew all about them. was just waiting for them to get out of their wall. Ah, if I remember right. Okay. I, yeah. This is all new territory to me. Cause I do not, I did not watch this. You, if we can find it, dude, it's a good series. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to check it out. I mean, the toys are cool. I dig. I did dig the toys. They had a lot of the same stuff from back in the original stuff, which tweaked a little bit. Okay. Um, some of the stuff I it was just like, yeah, I'm not getting that. Things looks dumb as hell, and it looks like it's going to break as soon as I open it. Right. 
But I mean, it was a good series, and Cartoon Network really fucked up when they canceled it because it was cre- it was owned by them. But or it wasn't owned by them, but they played it. So anything that Cartoon Network doesn't own, they will only let go for a few seasons. Okay. And then they get rid of it. So I think this had like maybe two or three seasons to it, and they canceled it. Oh, okay. And then they come out this year or last year. I think it was this year. They they announced it last year. They would come out with a new Thundercats. And everybody I talked to that loved Thundercats was super excited for it. They they had an interview with the artist, and he was like, "I've been grow- I grew up on Thundercats. I love this show. You know, it was something. It was just it came to me, and I was like, yes, I'm going to tackle this, and I'm going to make it great." He went completely fucking opposite direction with it. And now this is another one I did not watch. I watched about five minutes of this show, and if you're like me, your kids watch Teen Titans Go. We'll take Teen Titans Go and dumb it down even more. And you take the artwork for it and you make it look like like a little like a kid drew it and you make them little fat, little stupid looking characters. Now what it reminded me of when I just saw the, the characters was a cross between Muppet Babies and Flintstones kids. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. But and they they took a great concept idea. That they could have just blown up with it. Yeah, and I, I, by the way, I love Muppet Babies and I love the Flintstones. Yes, but apparently this this Thundercats just was horrible. It, I mean, I just read the other day, and when you guys listen to this, the show will be canceled because yeah. they're doing up until the Christmas special episode, and it's done because nobody is watching it. It was they took this great care, they took these this great these great characters like the Thundercats, and turned them into childish, very immature, almost toddler-like. That's because that's the that's the gen, uh, demographic they were going for. Right. Get these little kids into this. To sell toys. And it failed. So, I mean, it would have been probably better served, you know, being a... Like a Thunder Cubs or Thunder Kittens. Yes. Kind of, you know. They call it, it was uh, Thundercats Ho. Thundercats and Roar. Roar, yeah. Yeah, Thundercats Roar. Roar. And they, I don't think the, they can say they, Ho anymore. Ho. They, uh, I think the one episode I seen, or it was a pre or a promo for the show, the original voice for Lion-O actually showed up as Lion-O on the cartoon and promoted the show. <laughs> the original Lion-O. The original Lion-O came out and promoted the show as Lion-O on the cartoon. Okay. It was almost like a, he would, the, the, the Lion-O for that episode was having a, you know, an apparition, what is it, um, not an apparition, but a, a vision. Okay. He was having a vision. So, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's going to be good, but Larry Kenny... It needs to kick himself in the ass for that. <laughs> for getting hopes up? Yeah, for getting people's hopes up and just showing up as our lion Right. And promoting the show as saying it's going to be amazing. So, I mean, that's just... I mean, I get it. Yeah, it he, obviously didn't last very long. No, and he did that for just the money. They said, we're going to throw you this cash at you, promote this fucking show, yeah. make it sound like it's going to be great, we're going to get all these parents to get their kids to watch it because their parents are going to watch it, Right, and the parents probably watched maybe one or 
half an episode like I did. Five minutes. Yeah. And said, this is the fucking stupidest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> this goes up there with Tom Cruise with me, man. <laughs> well, let's not get started on Tom Cruise. You guys, you'll you'll probably hear about this a lot. Uh, Corey does not like Tom Cruise. Uh, Corey <laughs> has been banned from Tom Cruise's Twitter account for harassment. I, I, got, I got blocked. He got blocked because he was <laughs> harassing Tom Cruise. And he also does not like Jake Busey. So uh, you'll this will probably come up often on the show. So just get used to it. He he bitches about him all the time. And I fuck with him all the time about it. So. Fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> but Jake Busey does have nice bangs. He does. <laughs> Fucking Jake Busey. <laughs> his hair is immaculate. Yes, he's he's very particular about his bangs. <laughs> so, so um, what, I guess, what is the lasting, you know, if you had to say like some parting words about why you like Thundercats so much, uh, what, what would be, what would be your, your, your words to kind of wrap up the, the Thundercat, what they mean to you? Um, takes me back to a better time, you know, is. I was always into, you know, that He-Man-esque action and, you know, just the great villains and just Thundercats ho. Thundercats ho. So I would say my my uh, lasting impression is I still have a crush on Chitara. So uh, if, if, Chitara, if you're out there, I know that cats have nine lives. <laughs> Call me. They also have eight nipples. I'm in. <laughs> and with that, uh, we're going to hear some words from our sponsors and uh, some of our friends. So uh, we'll catch you after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Lionel of the Thundercats discovers a new enemy, the Berserkers. Top Spinner. Cruncher. Hammerhand, Rambam, the Berserkers from Rainbow Toys. Time to go down to the basement for some more hauntingly delicious Count Chocula cereal. Don't look in the basement. Eee, those eyes are looking at me. Hmm, think I'll get some fruity Frankenberry from the cupboard. Don't look in the cupboard. Oh, oh those eyes, they move. Now the spooky delicious part of your complete breakfast is even spookier. Chocula's eyes really move. So did Frankenberry's. He is looking at you, kids. <laughs> Silverhawks, partly metal, partly real, mighty warriors with the powers to protect space from all evil. It's me, Evil Monstar. Figures and attack birds sold separately. Monstar and Sky Shadow attack the Silverhawks. Flashback. Sky Shadow grabs him and sucks him in, but then Stronghold flies to the rescue. Activate Sniper Jaws. Flashback escapes and the fight rages on. Bombs away. Ready, go. Ha, gotcha. Not yet. Stronghold and Steel Will. Sky Shadow and I will not be beaten. Wanna bet? Silverhawks. All right, and we are back. So hopefully you enjoyed the, uh, the fine messages there from our sponsors and friends. And... Uh, during our little break, uh, Corey was looking up uh, Thundercats 
DVDs and Blu-rays. They are out there. They're available. And Chitara is still hot. <laughs> he need help. <laughs> if you're just now noticing that. So, now we move on to what I feel was my kind of, in this era, was kind of my uh, my go-to cartoon, which was the Silverhawks. So, what the Silver Silverhawks came about in 86, they were uh, distributed by the same company as Thundercats. It was the same writers. It, yeah, everything was the same. So, when you would, you know, kind of be introduced to the Silverhawks, it would kind of tell you a story. The theme kind of told you a story. So we'll just go ahead and play the theme right here. Tally ho! Wings of silver, birds of steel. Silver hawks, partly metal, partly real. told you this story before. Thundercats are all No, we're Doctor. talking about Silverhawks, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I told you this story about this thing. And I, uh, when this first came out on DVD, I was nuts about it. And the girl that I was dating at the time bought me the DVDs. And at the time, it was only the first half of the run. So it was only like the first four seasons or first whatever. Yeah. It was. And it was four discs. And... They played that song at the beginning for the menu. Well, I was, you know, both of us, we were drinking quite a bit at the time, and we passed out, and that thing played over and over and over. It just, it didn't stop. It just, so. Just going for hours for while you're Hours out. while we're trying to sleep. We're trying to be passed out, and we, you know, you, you, you kind of wake up, you come out of that haze, and you kind of come out of the haze, like, what the hell is that noise? And you're Tally Hawk, and it'd make that scream, <laughs> and we're like, "What in the fuck is that?" I mean, because we're we're like trying to figure we we, we were drunk, I mean, we, and we couldn't figure out what the hell the noise was, and so that theme kind of scarred me a little bit for a while, but I got over it. So, very much like the Thundercats, the Silverhawks had their little team of people. Each one had their specialty. Uh, so they had, whereas, uh, Thundercats had the, the ghost, the, yep. the force ghost, Silverhawks had Commander Stargazer. And I always kind of took it as he was maybe older, he was older, but maybe he was one, you know, a, a Silverhawk at one time and he was injured in some way. 
That's kind of what I took it as. But he had that cool robotic monocle. Yeah, he had like a gold head. Yeah. And he he had like a gold, he was gold. He, he, remind, a, he reminded me of the uh, principal from Back in the Future. Yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. Well, what uh, what Stargazer, kind of with the, the background they give on him, they said he's, he's an old cop with bionic capabilities. He's the one that actually imprisoned Monstar. Um, he wants to go back to Earth because there is actually an Earth in Silverhawks. They live in space. So he wants to go back to Earth, but he just doesn't. You know, he's still serving the Silverhawks. And they say that he is uh, just kind of a throwback to the old, what you would think of like a 50s-style gumshoe yeah. detective type. Like one of the untouchables. Yeah, that's why he's in a suit. He, he always wears kind of a tie loosened and suspenders. That's why he's dressed like that. Didn't he have a grisly voice, too? Yeah, yeah, he was just kind of a grump. Yeah. You know, but he was their, kind of their commander, you know. Um, that's why his name is Commander Stargazer, I would guess. He also is the one that kept Tallyhawk, which we'll talk about in a moment. But Tallyhawk is like their companion animal. Yep. Um, so he's he's just kind of a grump. He's the, he's the one that's kind of always chewing on their ass if they do something a little outside the intergalactic rules or what <laughs> what have you. I it, There's a lot of shit that you have to kind of wrap your head around. You know, I guess they make up their own rules, just like a bunch of cats living on a different planet. Yeah. You know? They make up they make up their own rules of what's right and wrong. Um Do you so, think the Thundercats would try to eat Silverhawks because they're birds? Only half of them. Because uh they're only partly real. Yeah. The other part's metal. And I think a cat I don't think a cat can chew on could metal. Can chew on metal. I they might try. Now if they were like the Thunder goats, goats could eat them. Yeah. Goats goats could definitely eat a uh uh Silverhawk, but I don't know if they would try to eat the bird part. So maybe if that goat guy that was on Thundercats, Thundercats yeah. he would eat the metal part. Yes. Because, you know, goats eat cans, apparently. I think... I've never seen a... I've had goats. I've never seen one eat a can, but... No, but goats have cool eyes. Yeah, the goats have awesome eyes. It almost looks like the eye off of Lion's sword. Yeah. Kind of. Anyhow, so, on to the... the... I love how we stay on track. Yeah, we're. <laughs> this is uh, this is a- us. ADHD theater. <laughs> so, I always kind of got a uh, a RoboCop kind of vibe off the Silverhawks. Yeah, and I don't know if that is even in the notes here. I don't see that that is the fact. Well, but, it came out about the same time. Yeah, I always kind of got a vibe like these are somehow injured law enforcement officers, but we have the technology to fix them. Yeah. Because they're partly metal, partly real. If you wanted to make a bunch of robots fly around in space and protect you, you'd make a bunch of robots. That'd be RoboCop 2. It would. Or 3, whatever the hell it was. When he went to space. Yes. Yeah. Or he flew. He had a jetpack. Did he go space though? I don't think he did. He might have done it like in 6 or 7, but I quit watching him after 2. Yeah. I know the Leprechaun went to space, but that's something completely different. Yeah, we'll have to talk. That'll be a different episode. That'd be a very different episode. (laughs) So... I always kind of got the, you know, kind of a RoboCop vibe, like they were injured in some way, and they had this technology, they built them. Well, I think I remember them talking about that in the, in the shows. Yeah. They're talking because they were going over each character, like they had them on screen. Yes. And they're like, okay, well, he's got this, you know, he lost his arm, 
but he's got a real heart still. Yes. Like Steelheart, I think his name was. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the leader was Quicksilver. His real name was Jonathan, Captain Jonathan Quick. And he was the head of Interplanetary Force H. So he's like the leader of the Silverhawks. He has quick reflexes and quick thinking. He is a tactician. He's an athlete. And he was silver in color. So he was quick silver. Then... It's kind of like Space Force. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of similarities, and it's kind of scary. They had uh, Bluegrass, which was their cowboy. I loved him. He was awesome. He didn't fly, he but he did not have wings. Jet. Yeah. yeah. He flew the jet. And he had the cool-ass guitar. Yes. It, the guitar was also a bird. Yes. And it, it turned into a bird. Um, he, he flew the Mirage, which uh, was their, their plane... Which was pretty cool. We'll talk about that later. His guitar was named Hot Licks, I believe. Uh, he wore a bandana and a cowboy hat. He was he was the pilot, and he was kind of a mechanic type. Yeah. So he'd be like their, although he didn't know kung fu, he was kind of their panthro. Yes. In a way. Steel Heart and Steel Will. Brother and sister. Brother and sister. Uh, Emily and Will Hart were their real names. They were twins. Steel Heart was Emily. I believe. Uh, yeah, Steel Heart was Emily. Steel Will was Will. That makes sense. They had artificial hearts implanted when they were transformed. They are both steel color, hence the steel name. And uh, they're gearheads. But they had that bond where if one was feeling something, the other one would feel it. Kind of like the twins of G.I. Joe. Yes, exactly. See, I, I think they're drawn from all these different popular... Yeah. You know, they're, I think pulling, they're pulling from every direction. They're pulling from everywhere. So they are the strongest members of the team. I remember Steel Will was a football player. Yes. And when he put his mask, they, the, 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 the Thunderhawks had... Silverhawks. Silverhawks. <laughs> the Silverhawks had uh, these masks that, you know, they would have their regular face. And then they would just, like, put their hand up and pull their mask down, and it would be a metal mask. And his was, like, a football helmet. Yep, I and remember it, you that. Know, uh, and I, I think the only one that didn't have it was Bluegrass, but he had a mohawk. Yeah, he did. He had the mohawk. Um, so they and they all had laser guns too that they're like on their shoulders. Yep, mounted on their shoulders. Then there was what I found to be both my favorite and least favorite member of uh, the Silverhawks, and that was the Copper Kid. I I thought he he was my favorite because. He was the most, you know, entertaining, the most energetic. He was like he was the acrobatic. orco. He was the orco, or like the, or the snarf, the comic. Yeah, relief. yeah. He was like the comic relief, but he was annoying when he would try to talk because he would talk in like whistles and this weird yep. computer voice because he was from the planet of mimes. He was the only one that was not a human. He was a mathematical genius. His skin was blue except for the white makeup that resembled a mime. He was copper colored. He had wings. He was an acrobat. He also had these two discs that were on his hips that he could throw like a frisbee. Oh, no And they sure. were razor. Uh, he was the only one that had that. Um, Throwing some Tron out there, too. Yeah. I mean, there was... There, they were every direction, dude. Yeah, they were dragging from everything. Now, there were these other characters that showed up as, as Silverhawks. <laughs> Hot Wing. <laughs> Hot Wing. Hot Wing. He had pointed ears... Um, 
and he was a magician. He <laughs> did he come with ranch? <laughs> <laughs> he he was he was a magician. That was his bird's name. There was a <laughs> there was a force that chose him to bear the powers to fight against injustice, and he had to recharge every fourteen years, or he would die. He would have to go somewhere and recharge this force. That's a hell of a battery life, dude. No kidding. That's like one of them. That's like a Tesla almost. Yeah. That I mean, they. <laughs> I don't remember how they, these guys came like later in the they ha- series. I don't remember these guys. There was flashback. Guy. You you mentioned this guy earlier. He's the green one. He's the green one. He was a time traveler, and he would travel, like he'd travel forward and see what was going to happen, then travel back and alter time. Oh, it's nice. Then he would travel. If, if something was going wrong now, he would travel way back in time, alter that, and come back and see how it worked out. And then sometimes you have to go back and fuck with something, tweak it a little bit. Um, he actually saved the Silverhawks from dying a couple times. Oh, nice. So, I mean, it's a good thing he came around. Uh, but I think, I, he, I think he had the coolest mask, too. Yeah, he wasn't he the one who looked like the hawk? Yeah. Yeah, he had like that big beak. I, I mean, I liked him, but it, I thought it was kind of weird that he altered time because this is about the time Back to the Future was going on too. Yeah. And they specifically told you not to do that shit. They did because, I mean, consequences. And so did Bill and Ted. Yeah, and look what happened when Marty went back and went to the future and Biff went back in time and stole the book. Right? And Marty almost banged his mom. He did. Twice. 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 Yeah. His mom, she was something else. I'd bang his mom. Well, yeah, but it's, (laughs) you know, it's not your mom. So... It wouldn't alter time quite as badly. It would be <laughs> kind of weird, you know? Uh, that's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah. That's a way whole other show. Yeah, okay. There was uh, Moonstriker was a turquoise silverhawk. He had a cyclone. I do remember him. He His waist twisted. He was like a tornado. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was very cocky um, and arrogant, but he was a, a excellent marksman. You know, he could really, like, shoot shit. And he shot a pin out of Stargazer's hand when they first met. I remember that. He, you know, he, like, rolled in, and Stargazer's like, oh, we got a cocky new guy, and he shot the fucking pin out of his hand. And oh, shit. Pissed him off. And then there was Condor, who was Stargazer's old buddy. He called him Gaze. Um, Condor left to become a private investigator before the series even happened, but then he returned. He had a jetpack, because he did not have wings, and he had an energy whip. Nice. He sounds cool. Did they, they didn't make a toy of him. Oh, God, I that guy. don't know if they did or not. Shit. This is another... Series, I did not have a single Silverhawk toy. And I was really into the Silverhawks. I didn't have a single fucking toy. I don't know, maybe I was... I don't know why I didn't have any you toys. Know, not, you better talk to your dad about this. I think I was playing with fucking cardboard tubes and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, I'm getting you for Christmas. A cardboard tube? Next year's Christmas. A cardboard tube? Yes. Cool. With a Silverhawks poster. Awesome. <laughs> so, in addition to all these... Silverhawks, each one had a companion. They had Tallyhawk for Quicksilver, Sideband for Bluegrass, Razor for Steelheart, Stronghold for Steel Will, Mayday for Copper Kid, Slybird for Stargazer, Gyro for Hotwing, or is that Euro? It might be Euro. Might be Euro. Uh, Backlash for Flashback, Tailspin for Moonstriker, Jetstream for Condor. So these were, were like half robot, half birds. That were their companions, and they would fly into danger to spy for. In some cases, like 
Tally Hawk could go spy and send messages yeah. back. Because he had, he had the monocle. He had the monocle, too. Yeah. Um, other ones would would go in and, like... Razor. I remember Razor. Razor would go through vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could, like, tear shit up. Yeah. Um, Bluegrass turned into a guitar so he could shoot. Then he shot rainbows, didn't then he? Then he shot, he shot musical notes. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think he would play guitar. So, these these different animals almost would, like, go into danger for the Silverhawks. And I remember a few times they got shot down, and they would just fix them. They, mm-hmm. Nobody died, really, in these these cartoons. All right, I got one for you, dude. Yeah. Who do you think would win between the Silverhawks, Birds, and Laserbeak? Hmm. Well, I guess I'd have to figure out who the fuck is Laserbeak. <gasps> Laserbeak is Soundwave's cassette tape oh oh transformers yeah. okay um <laughs> i don't I, fuck i don't know i don't know everything dude i uh, so i would i would if is it all the birds all the birds against one i'd say let's just go with razor row oh, razor razor and laser, laser beak. beak it might have to be laser beak because he's actually a full robot i would i don't know he shot lasers yeah, I think he had. Um, I don't know he had cameras. Oh, he had lasers. I think it came out of his wings. Yeah, yeah, pro- probably the transformer one. Yeah. So let's see, where do we? Oh, there also is uh, a, a host of villains. Um, they were the villains were different. I think in that in He Man and Thundercats, I think those two are very closely related. Yeah, uh, and I think that. Silverhawks and G.I. Joe are, are very closely related in their organization. Yeah, I can see that. You know, because it's like a military thing against almost like organized crime. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they were. I think they were mobsters, weren't they? they? Well, like, it was, they, yeah. They were, they were a it mob. It was Monstar's mob. Monstar was the, uh, the, the main mob boss. He was like the kingpin of space. Yeah, he was a quintillionaire, they say, so he was very rich, apparently. He broke out of... Jail on the penal planet 10. When he is in his, you could say, relaxed form, I guess, he was still fucking intimidating. Yeah. He was big, he was muscly, and he looked kind of like a cat. He had like a lion's mane. Mm-hmm. It was red and black striped. Was it like almost like a, it was almost and, like a spiked? Yeah, well, he, he had like a, like flowing hair all around. He had like a, a beard. It was almost like a lion's mane. Um, he had an eye patch with the symbol of a star on it. It was on his left eye. But when he wanted to turn into a badass, he would do his little chant like Mumra would. Uh, the moon star of limbo. That's right. Yeah. He would, uh, moon star of limbo. Give me the might, the muscle, the menace of Monstar. Then all shit would hit the fan. All this metal would, his body would turn into metal. He had big metal spikes on his head. Yep. He was almost like a robot at that point. He could shoot laser beams out of his his eye that his previously eye. the eye patch. Uh, he also had. Do you remember he had that octopus thing? Oh yeah, it was like a. Uh, it was. It was like Cringer. Yeah. It would it would be scared and then it would get zapped and it would turn into a like a spaceship. Yeah. It was like a um, like a giant squid boat type thing. Yeah, it was like half squid, half boat, space boat, space boat, coast to coast, space yes, space uh, coast. So that was their. You know, their guy, they call it Skyrunner, was the giant space squid that was his mode of transportation. 
Then his little crew, he had Yes Man, which was kind of a serpent, kind of a snake oh, yeah. thing yep. with a human top. And I just remember his thing, Yes Man, everything was, yes, boss, yes, yes, boss. And he would, he, he like controlled the technology. He ran the video screens that he could talk to people with. And he was shit. like the Igor. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like an Igor character. When he used the powers of the Moonstar, which... What, what hump? <laughs> walk this way. Uh, when he used the powers of the Moonstar a few times. Um, it just made him a little bit smarter. It didn't make him change form. It just made him a little bit smarter. Then it faded out. So then there was hardware. Hardware was like a toad. He was like a purple-skinned toad. And he carried a big backpack full of weapons. Oh, he was cool. And he like built weapons. He was he like a little guy. He, he almost looked like a uh, like a troll. Yeah, he was like a troll. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he was like the inventor. He invented weapons. Now here was my what my favorite villain was. Well, one of my favorite villains was Melodia. She played a guitar that was Bluegrass's nemesis. So it was a keyboard on a stick. Yep. And it shot musical notes out. Didn't those two try to date on the show? Uh, no, they fought all the time. So it was almost like they were married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she had she was kind of a punk. She had green, you know, part green hair, part black hair. She wore a short black dress. Uh, she had a, a red belt, a battery pack on her back for her sound smasher. She had long red fingerless gloves. Um, she'd been great on Gem and the Holograms. That's it. She was like a misfit off of yeah. Gem and the Holograms. I think maybe they stole her from there. Uh, she had musical note sunglasses. She had purple and pink tights. I mean, she was she was like your stereotypical '80s punk. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I I liked her. I mean, not much has changed. I still, no. you know, kind of like that kind of girl. And and half cheetah human hybrids. I. <laughs> uh, Windhammer, he was kind of a freaky-looking dude that he was an eco-terrorist. He could control the weather. He had a big tuning fork that oh, he would yeah. smash on stuff, and then... He'd make, like, tornadoes he'd make, and Yeah, he'd make shit. space tornadoes and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, he was like an elf thing. Uh, molecular could oh, I remember shapeshift. Him. He, yeah, he, looked, he was almost like um, Cyclone from Master of the Universe. Yeah. Yeah, but he had that thing. His chest. It was like on the, on the toy. You'd flip his head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he would shape. He could shape shift. He could become anybody. So he was like a master of disguise. He was the the hitman guy. Uh, there was Buzzsaw, which was a robot. robot with buzz saws all over him, and he could throw them. It was a cool toy too. Yeah. Now this was another one of my favorite villains. It's Poker Face. He was a robot. He was. He ran the. Uh, the gambling planet. So he was like a, he was like a, uh, just a slick, you know, like in a tuxedo. His eyes were like a slot machine when he took his sunglasses off. And he was like a slick talker, like a con man. Oh, no shit. Um, that was his thing. He carried money. You know, he had all the money and all that stuff. And he would always con Monstar out of money. He would go sell him. He's like, hey, I got this new idea to fuck the Silverhawks over. Uh, give me some money. So he really wasn't part of the crew. He was just... No, he was like a, a swindler. Yeah. But he was always like selling them these these schemes. How did Monster not kill him? Uh, he got pissed a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. Uh, then there was... Uh, there was Jesus Christ, there was a bunch of them. 
Uh, Mumbo Jumbo was uh, the bull. Mumbo Jumbo was cool. He was like a minotaur guy, a robotic minotaur. Uh, he would bulk up and he like, would just run at you, run at like, you like a, like a bull. Yeah. Uh, Time Stopper was a a fourteen year old uh, juvenile delinquent. Juvenile delinquent is is what this is. Damn kids, nectophobe, and I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, I, I, we're I not can imagine that. what yeah. that means. Uh, it's in space, and yeah, that's, um, that's another show. So, uh, but he could suspend time for one limbo minute, and he, if he wasn't paid right, he would fuck over Monstar. He was just like a, a mercenary. Oh shit! Yeah, um, Zero the Memory Thief, a long-nosed, shady character who steals memories with a cattle prod-like weapon, records them on cassettes. So he was another mercenary. They had cassettes in the in space. They had cassettes in space in the future. Yeah, they nice. did. They had cassettes. I mean, well, the cassettes are coming back. Yeah, well, maybe they maybe that's how they got it. Maybe they, they went away and came back. Yeah. Or maybe they were like they were taking their old like Duran Duran tapes and putting the tape over top of the little hole on them so they could record over them. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we used to do that. They could reuse the radio. them. Yeah. Yeah, you you get a, like some shitty to you know, like you'd steal your dad's you know Hank Williams tape and tape <laughs> over it. Yeah. yeah. So he'd he'd like. <laughs> pop, pop in his Hank Williams tape and fucking rock me on a dais and come on. He would get fucking pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. Not that that ever happened or anything, but, uh, yeah, I never taped over a fucking Willie Nelson uh, cassette tape with uh, some bullshit off the radio. But, yeah, I can't uh, say I've... Yeah, I've done that. I, I did, too. But yeah, then there was a... I don't remember this guy. Smiley, a mummified boxer. I don't remember him at all. Poker face brought him back to life, but he was the boxing heavyweight champion of Limbo. Was it Mike Tyson? Uh, I don't know. Could be. Then there's Bounty Hunter, which he was only in a couple episodes. He was often in prison, but they would break him out, and they would, you know, fucking rock and roll. And... I mean, I'm gonna have to watch these episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Silverhawks was great. I mean, I, I thought there was all kinds of different. Like their galaxy had different planets. I, I know they had the Penal Planet, which uh, the Penal Planet. A lot of penal going on in there. There was the yeah, other. There's a lot of peen there. I. Uh, it, it was the, the, the prison. They, I can't remember the guy that uh, ran that. And I know I've got it here somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah. It's probably on this page right here that I just skipped. All right, so uh, the Penal Planet was run by uh, Warden Lockup. They were really... Yeah, that's a... They, they, came, they had to look really hard for that name. Yeah, Warden Lockup and his... Uh, Kind of his uh, his cronies, Selgard one and Selgard two. Selgard one was a rhinoceros. Selgard two was a one wheeled robot. Um, they they were very weak. <laughs> they they weren't very good. Um, and Warden Lockup was a bird <laughs> that ran the the prison. Uh, I'm pulling them up right now just so I can see what the you, hell was going. You want to see like. Warden Lockup? I do. So. <laughs> They're also, their comedy relief came in the form of Seymour, who was the cabbie, the space cabbie, that was kind of a New York cab driver. Typical New York cab driver. I remember yeah. him. And he would always say, ah, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And Warden Lockup looks like a fucking tomato. <laughs> oh my God, he does. He looks like an ant. Yeah. He looks like an ant. Um. So there, there was... Another voice by Larry Kenny. Yeah. The, the voice of the Thundercats. Of yes. Lion-O. Most of these guys same voices. were the same voices. Uh, Seymour the cabbie also had Zeke the Beak, 
which was like a pterodactyl looking alien, like a bird looking alien. And his thing was, he'd always scream, Zeke, or he would say, out of the blue, out of nowhere, hey, you want to buy a fish? What the fuck? He made no sense. There were, uh, there was Harry the bartending robot. He was serving drinks. Professor Power ran the, the sun, the artificial sun. Uh, Sanders was the governor of Bedlama, which was a planet kind of like Earth. Did he, did he, was he a chicken? He should have been. Sanders? He was a colonel. <laughs> uh, Grod the Informer, which sounds like a Guar song. Grod, uh, Grod, Grod the, the Informer. informer. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it, folks. We do this stupid shit all the time. And then there was Lord Cash. He was in charge of the Dollar Planet, which is where all the money was kept. And uh, it was like the bank planet. So, yeah, there was... They, they had a lot of... Uh, I, I thought there was a lot of thought that went into this shit, but then on some of the other characters, they, they just... They didn't have a lot of thought. Uh... They had a galaxy. Far, far away. It was far, far away. But they knew they still knew of Earth. Because they uh, Stargazer often would want to go back. There was another show, and I don't remember watching it, because I don't think it was as popular as Thundercats and Silverhawks. It was um, Tiger Sharks. Well, I remember Tiger Sharks. I, I don't, but I yeah. rem- I'm looking at the pictures. I remember it just by looking at it, but I don't remember the show at all, but it was all the same storyline, apparently. Everything, yeah. Same characters, but this one apparently took place in either like an ocean or some shit. Yeah, it was in, in the water. Um, and if I remember right, they kind of looked, all of them looked like Tigra. Yeah. Yeah, they re- resembled Tigra a lot. Like this dude here, this must be the villain. He looks like a, looks like a manta ray, this dude here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a, a stingray type of dude. Yeah. Um. So their 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 galaxy, they had Bedlama, which was like Earth, but you could see the stars day or night. Um, Hawkhaven was was their base. It was like a, a meteor with a big hawk on it that they could fly in and out of, and they uh, that was a satellite to this this Bedlama. That's where they're always protecting, was Bedlama. Brimstar was Monstar's planet, which was hollow. Monstar lived inside of it. And it was like a... When I remember right, it was like a uh, lava-looking... I mean, it was like like on fire. But what it actually was, it was a junkyard. It was a big junkyard. Oh, no shit. And it it was hot. So it was, it was all hot metal. Poker Face lived on Starship Casino. Now, Starship Casino, interesting, was outside the Silverhawks' jurisdiction. So Poker Face could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Nice. Right? And that's why he was always scheming, and he would always run. He would try to get caught, and he would always run back to... To the, the border. The, the border, basically. He'd always run, you know, run to the Starship Casino. And there were times when the fucking cabbie would take him there. He would get a cab ride back to the casino. So, so the so the New York style cab driver, as long as he got paid, he didn't care. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't care. He had no he had no alliances with anybody. He no, was he was driver. he he was kind of bumbling and just trying to make a buck, you know, to for whatever. Yeah. Um. Whatever they needed bucks for then. 
But uh, then they had, you know, Dollar, which is the, it looked like a gem, but it was the bank planet. They had a planet called Fence. Fence. What was fence. That? It was, it was a, fence. It was a bar. Oh. <laughs> it was a bar planet where criminals hung out. And then there was Hanging Rock. That was where all the bounty hunters lived. It was full of mountains and electro rocks that would absorb energy, and it fed and powered the bounty hunters. Oh, nice. They had an artificial sun that was run by Professor Power. The mob was always trying to fuck up the sun for whatever reason. I think they were trying to do that a lot. Yeah, they always wanted to, to take their, break the sun. Yeah. for I don't know why. You would think that everybody would need the sun. Yeah. Or if they didn't have the sun, they would get depressed. And that's I, know, I know I do. I mean, cloudy yeah. days, dude, I don't even want to get out of bed. It, yeah, we don't need a bunch of depressed but... mobsters running around. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be horrible. I mean, you, you, you know, go out and, hey, we need you to take care of this guy. I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do that tomorrow? It's supposed to be nice and sunny out. Yeah, let's, we, we need we need to go rob the bank planet. Mm, no, no, just not feeling it, man. No, yeah. I think I'm just gonna lay here in bed all day. Yeah, and watch Scooby Doo. <laughs> 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 Moonstar Brimstone, <laughs> turn to channel twelve so I can watch Scooby Doo. Uh, then, like I said, they had the Penal Planet, where. Most of the time, there were certain characters that were just residents there that would break out once in a while. So the reason that they made Silverhawks is because Thundercats was successful. The reason that they made Thundercats, I believe, is because He-Man was successful. Yeah, I believe so. Um, so they just piggyback, piggybacked. piggybacked. Uh, most of the character actors, voice actors from Thundercats were on Silverhawks. So they just go from one up one show to another, just same room. You wouldn't have to leave, get paid for two different shows. Basically, say the same lines in different voices. Yeah, but similar. If you listen to them, this is same. Of them were the same voices. I think a lot of them were the were even the same voices on GI Joe. Yes, because I know like Flint, you'd hear him in something else. Like that, that's fucking Flint's voice. Yeah, that Ly- Lionel, I think, yeah. is just Flint or Duke. One one of the two was, was yeah was Lionel's voice. Now, I can remember, like I said, I never owned a toy from either line. But I remember the Silverhawks toys, and I remember them being kind of fucking lame. No, the fucking Silverhawks toys were awesome. Well, you'd squeeze their legs. And their wings would pop and their out. Their wings would pop out. But they were about the size of a G.I. Joe. They weren't... No, they weren't... Yeah, they weren't... They weren't the big size. like... Because the, the Thundercats were like He-Man size. Yeah, Thundercats, I think, were... I want to say seven inches. Yeah. And I think the Silverhawks were five inches, like the He-Man figures. Yeah, they, well, they were like they were like G.I. Joes. They were, they were little. Were they little? Yeah, they're little. They're they're not they're not really big, uh, which would, would which would mean little, I guess. I'm gonna look. So they they didn't start producing them until '87. So they they waited a whole year to produce any toys. Well, they had to get the kids all pumped up for them. Yeah, they you know they they got their commercial. They played a they commercial were four for four to five inches tall. So yeah, they yeah. were like GI Joe. They're size. like GI Joe size, and uh, they. LJN, who made Thundercats, was supposed to make the figures, but they decided they weren't going to, so Kenner made them. Kenner made a lot of the the G.I. Joes and Star Wars. Yeah, and I think they did Transformers, too. I think so. And then Hasbro was in there. They they bounced around. So, each figure had a bird with it, and then they had some kind of action toy of some sort. I mean, every figure had a bird with it, dude. Everything had a bird. I mean, even Mumbo Jumbo, which... Oh, they all had birds, yeah. I think he'd have a bird, but he had Air Shock. 
Yeah, they all, yeah, every one of the bad guys had a bird or a bat or something. So they they made the Silverhawks, they made some of the mob, and I remember they had a transforming monster where he was both. Yeah, he had, he'd squeeze it, his legs and his like head would flip around and then you could like turn him inside. He was a transformer yeah. basically. Um because they didn't they, they didn't have a lot of figures. No, they really didn't. And then they started they uh they advertised that they were going to make um they were going to make the Copper Kid and the Monstar vehicles. But they never produced the vehicles, but they put them in the catalog for 88. But they never made them. But they advertised them. So kids got all pumped up, and then, oh, Santa can't bring you that. Yeah, we got disappointed. Well, then... Way to go, Santa. They also were going to make Hawk Haven, the fortress. But it was too expensive to make, so they said no. Dude, they made a fucking Death Star toy. I Yes. They made a Death Star and they made Jabba's fucking barge. Yeah. They made those and fuck, they made Cat's Lair. Yeah. But Cat's Lair was done by with LJN. LJN. But Kenner, Ken, like I said, Kenner made fucking billions of dollars making these toys. Yes. And they couldn't make... They couldn't make a, an asteroid with a bird on it. No. They didn't. They decided not to. Fuckers. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna make one. Yeah. Well, I... Uh, they shit. also did not make Yes Man, Melodia, or Poker Face. No, they didn't. So they just said fuck it. Um, however, they did make a board game, puzzles, bed sheets, a plastic pencil pouch. They did make hot wing. They made pajamas with uh, wing flaps under the arms. You think they still got those? You think they come in my size? I would certainly fucking hope so. I would. I need a medium. A medium. A medium. A medium. A medium. You are not a medium guy. I got medium legs. <laughs> Your legs would fit in a medium. Uh, there was also for both runs there was a comic book for you know a separate comic book. Um, only seven issues for each, I believe. So seven, two mini series. Two mini series of Thundercats and Silverhawks. Uh, they were own. I think. Well, Thundercats came out with two different. I think two different comic book series. One was from. Uh, one was done by, I believe, Marvel, and I think the other one came out in DC. Yeah, uh, Imprint Star, which was a Marvel... Yeah, Marvel Company. Marvel Company. Now, there was a crossover. You said that... You mentioned that in uh, in 2011, there was a crossover yeah. between the Thundercats and Silverhawks. But the Silverhawks weren't in it. It was just Monstar. Monstar was on a computer screen yeah. in Mumra's lair yes. talking to him. So, there was a little crossover showing us that there was some sort of relationship between the two. And they would have probably brought them out and combined the two cartoons in 2009, 2010. But like I said, Cartoon Network fucking blows. Right. And, so and they, they ditched it. They ditched it. I, I was hoping, like, when they, they, they did the same thing with the Masters of the Universe uh, back in when, uh, 2009. I remember that, yeah. They canceled that, too. And... What I wish would happen is Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or somebody or even fucking Disney. Somebody's picking up all these old properties. Pick this shit up. Yeah. That nobody's using and revamp it to where it's good and they know people who grew up with this shit will 
watch it and buy the stuff. Yeah, I think that the, you know, like the adult collectors market on this is, it's huge. Yeah, well, do you, like, well, you look at um, you got the new Masters of the Universe toys that just came out. They're not for kids. No, they're not, and it's even it basically even I think it even says this is an adult action figure. Yeah, adult collectible. Yeah. Well, they're getting they're getting people pumped up. There's two Masters of the Universe episode or series coming out on Netflix. One that Kevin Smith is doing. Yep. And then the other one that Netflix is doing. Kevin Smith, the one that Kevin Smith is doing. I'm super pumped for it because I mean, they brought back uh, the old voice of Skeletor, but he's only voicing I think Merman. Yeah, he's not doing Skeletor. He's not doing Skeletor. Uh, I think Mark Hamill is doing. Yes, Mark Skeletor, Hamill is Skeletor. But he's doing another voice too. Yeah, what I'm most fucking excited about, Henry Rollins. Is voicing Triclops. Yes, he is. And so, yeah, that's going to be cool. Um, so, okay, we've once again gotten off topic. Yes. Stay, stay, you know, try to keep up. Yeah. Point out, you know, if somebody could just holler, maybe maybe we'll hear it some, so, you know, somehow. Our, we'll, ears will, our ears will start burning or something. Yeah. So, you know, just every now and again, just send those vibes out. Fuckers, stay on topic, and maybe maybe we'll get it. Um, the, the one thing that I did want to mention, and this was my favorite part, I liked the action. I was, you know, I was a Star Wars kid. I liked that kind of kind that of vibe. Vibe. Um, when I was younger, I really dug it, and I liked. I, I always felt that GI Joe had that kind of vibe too, because they oh, shot yeah. laser guns. They didn't shoot bullets. They shot laser guns. Um, so I was into that vibe, but I also was into space itself and just learning about space, and. While there would kind of sometimes be some kind of moral story at the end, but it would also kind of be disguised as a joke mm-hmm. in some way. Or, hey, if you don't want that shit to happen to you, don't do this, and they'd laugh. But then, at the very end, Copper Kid would go into a flight simulator, because he was That's learning right. how to drive the Mirage, yep. which the Mirage, I forgot to talk about, it carried, it was a big plane that carried all of the Silverhawks in their own little pods, Yep. but once they had all deployed in their either four pods, the front of it would break off and the rest of it would hide. It would turn invisible. Yeah. And he could fly that little spaceship around. So Copper Kid would go and he'd get in this little simulator that was like that little spaceship and it would go up on an arm. And then Bluegrass would ask him questions about the universe and about astronomy. And he would give him multiple choices. I would always play along and try to beat the Copper Kid. Because now and again, that little fucker would get some wrong. Yeah. And I, I tried not to. I usually got some wrong, too. You got a lot wrong. Actually, back then, I was pretty smart about space and dinosaurs. Uh, but that's about it. Um, and computers, I guess. And other stuff. I mean, I was fucking, I was kind of smart back then. But, so, I would always, I loved that part because it had that educational that the other ones didn't really have. Um, they, they didn't go forward. They might teach you a lesson. You know, G.I. Joe and He-Man, they always had that little lesson at the end. Sometimes they'd even, like, G.I. Joe especially would come on and... Where Duke would walk out of the stall from taking his shit and say, hey, listen up, kids. Yeah, yeah, listen up. Always wipe... Front to back. And then wash your hands. And wash your hands. Because the more you know, this better and stuff. And, yeah. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Uh, so Don't eat a sandwich you found on the subway. <laughs> and, and don't lick doorknobs. <laughs> so, um, they would do something like that. He-Man would sometimes do something like that. 
uh, and you know, just kind of say, "Hey, you in know." Today's episode, we yeah. talked about yeah, such and such. Yeah, and you know, don't don't pet strange dogs or whatever, you know. And off he'd go. But Silverhawks, they didn't really do that. Thundercats really didn't didn't do that as much as they you know they would disguise it. The Silverhawks had their educational element at the end, and they would teach you a little bit about space and that. That, you know, that kind of help you out in school sometimes, or maybe, you know, make you more popular on the playground, or get you beat up for being a fucking nerd Nerd. on the playground. Um, I got beat up a lot. Yeah, I can remember, I can remember playing, you know, like live role-playing, both Silverhawks and Thundercats, uh, you know, like, with friends. Now, not... The cool kids, they didn't play that shit, but the rest of us would. <laughs> no, because they were all watching fucking football. They were playing football yeah. and, and doing shit like that, and I had no interest in that because every time that I'd play football with them, I would get tackled even if I didn't have the fucking ball. I was always picked last. Yeah, I got picked last, and then but I'd get tackled even when I didn't have the ball. Mm-hmm. They would just fucking just knock me on my ass for no reason. So I was like... Fuck you guys, I'm going over here and I'm playing fucking Silver Hawks. And that's why we're here today. <laughs> that is why we're here today. So, I guess, you know, what are what are your thoughts on Silver Hawks? You're, you know, what are your, your, your kind of closing thoughts on Silver Hawks? I think Silver Hawks is badass. I still like Thundercats better. But Thunderhawks, or Thunderhawk, Thund- Thunderhawks. Thunderhawks, yeah. No, Silver, Silver Cats. Silver Chickens. Yeah, Silver Cats. Um, Silver Cats, Silver Hawks. Um, I think Thunder <laughs> just did it again. Um, Silverhawks is pretty badass, actually. Um, I, like I said, I still like Thunder Thundercats a lot better. Well, why why do you think Thundercats are better than Silverhawks? Because they had swords. Okay. Right. And mm-hmm. I like swords. And they yeah. had a, they had a tank. Okay. And they had Mumro. So it was more of a barbaric style of battle. Yes. I mean, that's why you like it more. Mm-hmm. It was more. It was more like He-Man. Yeah, more of a barbaric style of battle, where Silverhawks was more a police action. It was more GI Joe, yeah. military, uh, technology based instead of barbarian. You know, they didn't they didn't go into hand to hand combat very often. No, and, but uh, I, you know, and that's I still like that shit today. Yeah, um, you know, I would. I'm more of a hands on. I'm gonna grab this axe and smash your fucking skull in. Instead of shoot you with a laser gun. I think you need anger management. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you think that, that the, the Thundercats are better than the Silverhawks because they're more barbaric? Yes. Okay. Now, I think that the Silverhawks... And they had Mumra. And they had Mumra. Mumra? Dude, nobody can handle Mumra. Well... And he got this big badass dude, but he still had his little puppy he took care of. Right? Yeah. Well, Monster had a squid. Squid's a cool pet. You can't pet a squid. He, can't, he did pet a squid. Well, no, he batted out of the way. Get in the way. <laughs> well, it was kind of petting it. See, you know what they should have done? Instead of the squid, most mobsters have cats. Right. He should have had a cat like Dr. No yeah. or Dr. Evil. On uh, uh, Dr. No on uh, Inspector Gadget. No, that was Dr. Claw. Dr. He Claw. had a cat, yeah. too. He had, he had a cat. cat. Yeah. So, yeah, he should have had a cat, dude. I'm a cat guy. Yeah. If you had a cat, dude, and that's probably why I like Thundercats, because I'm a cat guy. Maybe. And if, if Monstar had a cat, I'd love Monstar more. See, I thought that the, the mob element of Silverhawks was cool. The array of really 
diverse villains, I thought was kind of that. That was almost like a Batman esque. Uh, yeah, it was almost like a like like a know, Gotham City type. Villains. Yeah, yeah, they had that kind of aesthetic going on, and but nobody, dude. They but the only thing they don't have is the insane mind of the Joker. No, they didn't. I think the thing that really put Silverhawks gave them the edge over Thundercats is they were in space. And space is cool. Yeah. That's what I think. I can go with that. Yeah, space is cool. Space is badass. I mean, lots of good they, shit. They happen. had the original Space Force before Trump talked about it. Yeah. So, I yeah. Mean, uh, they, they went up a little bit higher on my, on my coolness start. Yeah, for being for being in space. Yes. Yeah, sp- I mean, and they they had the music shit. They, I mean, I don't. They're both cool, but Silver Rocks is better. Yeah, because they're in space. They should have got Eddie Van Halen to play. Well, they should have. That yeah, if Eddie Van Halen would have played Bluegrass's part, they would have been un- unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Because he, I mean, he would have. He just bust out eruption. He, yeah, he would have cut into eruption, and yeah, it just would have been. Fucking or hot for teacher or something. Then oh no, hot for teacher, hot for teacher would have had to have been somebody with drums. Yes, because that was you know that was it would have had to have been eruption, and he, they would have they would have conquered the universe with the spirit of music. That's how it should be. Yeah, universal peace through the spirit of music. That's what Bill and Ted is trying to do. Bill and Ted rocks. We'll talk about Bill and Ted at some other time. So, any final words about Thundercats, Silverhawks? Silvercats, Thunderhawks, Thunder Chickens, whatever. Thunderhead. <laughs> Thunder, Thundercats Ho. Thundercats Ho. Tallyhawk. <laughs> okay, you guys are probably sick of our shit. So, the contact information at the end of the show here, if you are tired of our shit after only two episodes, let us know. Let us know. We'll fix it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, we might just keep doing it. So, for the. Uh, Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. I'm Mikey. I'm Corey. And we'll be seeing you next time. Uh, Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.